0: Good morning, evening, or afternoon, whatever time of day you decided to join us here at Naturally Case in Point. You know you're always welcome. Today I have a special, special, special guest because this lady has pulled herself up. You know the old saying that says pull ourselves up by the bootstraps? She didn't even have a boot, but she pulled herself up and she's doing it. She's just Amazing to me, my friend, my daughter. I claim her as a daughter, even though we're not biologically related. But when you have someone in your life that you're proud of, you claim them. So I'm claiming and introducing my best best friend, Renee Nurse Nay. How you doing, Nay?
1: I'm doing great. How
0: are you doing? I'm doing just fine. I want the world to know who you are because you are so special. Well, I
1: have to say that you, uh, I do, I am loving that nickname you gave me,
0: Nurse Nay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling that. <laughs> yeah, own it, girl, own it. Okay, Nurse Nay is here. We're on a three-hour time difference. I'm in Arizona, and she's in. Where are you? I'm named? in Indiana. Indiana. Indianapolis. Indiana. Exactly. Okay. And so, with that being said, I know a lot of you listening are probably on a different time zone, also, and we won't take up much of your time. But this is a story I believe that needs to be told. Nay, tell us about your life from the beginning when we first met 15 years ago. <laughs>
1: Yes,
0: 15 years ago, I was with uh, your son, Michael. Yikes. <laughs> we know how yes, that can y- be. The Gemini changes. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about it. You
1: know
0: him better than I do. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, uh, me and Michael got together when I was about 16, when I met him and uh, fell head over heels, infatuated. You know, he wasn't wasn't like the rest. He didn't sag his pants. uh, And I thought that made him really special. Uh, Lo and behold, we weren't meant to be. But uh, when we were together, uh, we were in California. That's where we met you, or when I met you. And you kind of took me under your wing. Mm -hmm. I was kind of lost, didn't really have a sense of direction didn't know where I was going, working minimum wage jobs. Uh, You know, I'm not afraid to admit, smoking weed. Um, And struggling, struggling my butt off. My daughter hadn't yet been born, but uh, me and Michael decided to move to Las Vegas. And from there... Uh, The struggle continued, especially after we broke up. My daughter was about three years old, and Michael up and moved to another state. And it was just me and her. Mm. So a background Mm. background to that, um, it was just me and my father, you know.
0: Now that's the interesting part of your life to me, because you told me you grew up without your mother, and you... Uh, I don't. Did you ever tell me you remembered her at all?
1: My mom left the picture when I was still in diapers.
0: Oh, Uh, my. Between one and one and a half. You were a babe.
1: Yes. Uh, she had a drug problem, so my dad decided that I was better off with him, and I'm glad he did. Uh, no. Because my mom was a a hot mess.
0: Hot mess. Men raising children and that time in the 80s that was uh, literally like unheard of and he was um it, it was different for him because men just yeah. didn't raise children and so you here's your dad raising you what was that like
1: and especially for a black man you know a young black man uh, in his his early 20s i was about he
0: was about 21 when Ooh, i was born goodness so he
1: was a babe himself so, yeah, we grew up in Long Beach, California. Uh, my dad was a ladies' man. He, he liked to go out and date, and I got left with my aunt a lot. Uh, but when he was around, he was a wonderful dad. He took good care of me, he worked uh, good jobs, taught me very well, uh, very intelligent man, but very strict and unavailable emotionally. So um I never really had too much emotional support there.
0: That's so where the a mother I, would have been in Yeah, by handy. the time I moved out it was
1: all me. Mm. Okay. All alone.
0: Okay. And so when you moved out you met Michael. Um things didn't work out. Yes,
1: and then 2008
0: recession okay. hits us in the face. Okay.
1: They canceled my daycare, and uh, my daughter, at the time, was three years old. Daycare was over three hundred and something dollars a week. Um, I was getting that taken care of through social services, and they canceled that. So now, what am I supposed to do about daycare? I can't afford three hundred dollars a week. So now I'm bouncing her around from place to place, um, trying to hope that whoever I leave her with isn't going to hurt her. I'm hoping to keep this $7.25 an hour job that's barely uh, giving me 20-something hours a week. I'm struggling to feed my daughter off ramen and pancakes and a loaf of bread and a pack of hot dogs uh, for months and months on end. Um, I'm driving this car, Mm. and finally my insurance lapses because I can't afford that and my, my license gets suspended, mm. and I can't get rid of the car because if I do, that means the only way to keep my job and get my daughter to whoever was watching her at the time, we, I, it would have meant me being on the bus three ways, three hours there, and three hours back. That's what? six hours a day on the bus. I wasn't doing that.
0: Oh my goodness. So you <laughs> had to keep driving, huh?
1: So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working oh. an eight-hour day, and turn around and, and add six hours more to your day on the bus? No. So I kept my car and I started getting ticketed. Getting pulled over, getting ticketed. Getting pulled over, getting ticketed. And if I can't afford my insurance, I can't afford a ticket. So uh, it led to me getting arrested. I would I'd get arrested because I had too many warrants and I would bail myself out and um, Struggling, I had to
0: make that money, end up spending my rent money to bail myself
1: out. Oh my goodness! Uh, now, Yeah, got evicted mm. multiple times, oh. only to move into a weekly motel in the ghetto. You know the,
0: well, how bad that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <sighs> Roaches, dirty shootings, <laughs> drug addicts,
0: crackheads. So you're you're living there, but um, after you get out of jail, what? what happens because your life comes up.
1: Well, um, what I ended up having to do was turn myself in for, and I did 45 days. Mm -hmm. And uh, that got rid of all the tickets. That got rid of all the warrants. So when I got out, um, I was 100% clean. I got rid of that car that I was driving. Um, I didn't get another car until I got my license back, and when I did get another car, I made sure I paid my insurance and my registration. I got a job at a gas station making eight dollars and fifty cents an hour, and got another job at the same time at a grocery store, also making eight fifty an hour, working in a deli.
0: Hustling. Girl, hustling. Hustling. And Girl was hustling. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, girl. And determined not to make the same mistakes. Twice. Exactly. You know, I was determined to learn from the mistakes I had made.
0: Exactly. Uh, and that's what this is all about. Learning from what the past mistakes, correcting and moving forward because you do get better.
1: And it made it it made it easier talking to you because you always saw that I was trying to move forward. And you always encouraged me. Whereas when I would talk to my dad, my dad would browbeat me. Like, what are you doing? Why do you keep messing up? Why you're 25 years old and, and you're getting evicted? I remember one time I asked my dad for $20. And he said to me, you're so broke that you need $20? Oh, <laughs>
0: God.
1: Blew my mind. I was like, well, I really need 500 <laughs> <laughs> You want me to ask you for that? <laughs>
0: Boy, but the bottom line is, he he didn't he didn't budge, huh?
1: No. At the end of that conversation, I left without that twenty dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, and I never asked him for nothing. I never asked him for anything. So, uh, yep. Yeah, so I went and did my thing at the service deli at this grocery store. Busted my butt and made manager. Got promoted within
0: five months. Beautiful, might I add. Let me tell you, when I went to go see this girl, I couldn't believe she was in charge of such a place. Now, it was the deli in the store, but I was so proud of her like I was standing in her house. (laughs) It
1: it was nice. It was nice. It was beautiful.
0: I did take pride in what I did. I think uh,
1: that went noticed, And and, uh, I... I was determined to get myself out of this wreck so when I got in there my bosses saw I was um, I was going somewhere so mm-hmm. they, they they just kept giving me more and more um, to just to allow me to shine and shine that I did
0: yes you did, I, I,
1: <laughs> I did but honestly I, I hated that job it was um, extremely grueling extremely stressful And you're so low on the totem pole. There's so many people above you in in the corporation that you're just another number. And they treat you like that. So I knew that's not where I was meant to be. And I was only making about $15 an hour, Mm -hmm. um, which was enough to pay my rent and pay my insurance and other things, buy food. But it wasn't enough to have a savings account or an emergency fund so anytime you got hit with something your car breaks down or or an emergency your kid gets sick you're in the gutter
0: you're in the negative now well that's why they have places now (laughs) moving forward like ready cash speedy cash you go to those places because life hits you and that's unexpected so
1: yes and those places are predatory.
0: Yes, they You charge yeah, you so are. much
1: interest rates. And I did that. And that's how my credits messed up now. Oh. So, yes. Oh. So I knew that's not where I wanted to be. So uh, for about a year, a year, a year goes by and I'm thinking to myself, somebody just gives me an opportunity because I'm applying for these, these jobs that'll pay me better, but no one's hiring me because I don't have either. I don't have a degree or I don't have enough experience yes so it's like how can I get experience if you won't give me a chance I can do this somebody just give me a chance give me an opportunity uh and finally that opportunity came knocking
0: but you had to move out of state to get that opportunity tell us about that
1: yes so um a tragedy happened in our family where a relative of mine uh lost her son And she was living in Indiana by herself and asked me if I'd like to come move out with her so she wouldn't be alone. And she told me that if I did, I could move out here rent-free if I went to this nursing program Mm -hmm. that would give me a registered nurse degree within two years. Mm -hmm. I had my bags packed before she hung up the phone. (laughs) I sure did because I knew that was exactly what I had been needed somebody give me that opportunity somebody give me a
0: chance isn't that something how the universe hears you the universe heard you and it's unfortunate you had to lose a family member but you inherited another way of life because your aunt opened that for you and now you're a registered nay-nay nurse all right okay. now
1: <laughs> yes. yes and it's wonderful it is it, it has given me a new a, a, such a calm you know to come from a place where you are so doubtful in your abilities and so you feel so bad about yourself you did another podcast Nat. Where you talked about loving yourself and forgiving yourself. Yes. And it really hit home for me because so much of my life was me telling myself what a bad person I am mm-hmm. and how many mistakes I've made.
0: No. And you,
1: you focus on that and it brings you down and it, it hurts. So it's hard yes. to find your way back into the light. Mm-hmm. So for- here I am. I'm, I'm in the sunshine now and it. And I'm soaking it all in. I couldn't have done it without um, people like you in my life who always kept me
0: positive. Kept you know me focused. when you turned yourself into jail i you know it blew my mind because I'm a coward. I ain't going. you <laughs> catch me <laughs> that's that's my feeling. but let me tell you before I get so. I
1: got I, I got drunk the night before. Oh. I smoked
0: a lot of weed the night before. <laughs> I was
1: a nervous wreck. It was hard. So anybody listening, don't think I just, you know, willy nilly just strolled <laughs> up to the to the officers, like, take me in, I'm ready. It was a struggle and I really had to um, meditate and think about where in the pros and the cons and where I wanted my life to be. And I knew I would never get anywhere with these warrants, if I had to constantly look
0: behind my shoulder wondering if the cops are behind me about to take me to jail now that's the growth that's the other um, video I talked about forgiveness you forgave yourself enough to know that you wanted your life to be better and to be better you would have to put all those tickets and everything behind you and the only way to clear it was to turn yourself in that takes a growth mindset to know where you have to go get in and get it done and you've only gone 45 days i know that's a lot uh when you're not locked up but uh when you're locked up 45 days is not really a long time
1: right it was worth it it was totally worth it It, i would do it again in a heartbeat
0: right right. oh god that is so refreshing to know that you know when you make up your mind to do something for yourself i don't know what channels you might have to go through or what hoops but when you're determined to make a difference in your life this is one that you had to make a difference yes absolutely and i wasn't just doing
1: it for myself i was doing it for my daughter yeah, uh, be- because her father wasn't around. My father wasn't around. My mother wasn't around. My grandmother was, you know, distant and kind of me. My family is just very distant from one another. Um, I knew that if anything, if anybody was going to create a life for her, it would be me because mm-hmm. there was no one else to fall back on. Oh, so I was right. making these sacrifices for the both of us. And
0: that was another motivation for me to to get up and get moving. Right, that's what mamas do—get it done all the time. So now that you're nurse, Nay, tell us how you like the job, and exactly what do you do as an RN? Well,
1: before um, I started school, talk a little clearer. Talk a little clearer. I wanted to address that um, I had to, in order to be a nurse I had to realize that I'm going to be in charge of people's lives so I really took that seriously um, I don't smoke weed anymore um, mm. and no judgment to those who do I'm just saying that um, I, people's lives are in my hands and I take that very seriously right Right now right. I work at a, a nursing home mm. and um, I deal with the with, uh, elderly Mm. and a lot of dementia patients, a lot of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's patients. Mm. And I absolutely love it. I get to go in and make a difference in people's lives in a way that I've never been able to do before. And it's really fulfilling to come in and make people smile and make people laugh. Um, So I feel like I'm in my element. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be.
0: You absolutely love it. Even though the struggles, the everything. You know, your your daughter's been with you since then. And my outstanding thoughts were, you guys lost a pet. You lost two pets during this time. And people love their pets. I mean. We did. My goodness. We,
1: I got my daughter a hamster. And we named her Maya. And I let me tell you, when she brought that hamster home in that box, <laughs> and I looked inside the box and it looked like a little rat with the tiny claw things and a little stubby tail. I was like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> what was I thinking?
0: <laughs> no, we ain't having no rat up in here. But Miss <laughs> Maya became to be part of the family. And when she would feed her, I said, well, what did you feed her? She says, mm strawberries. Girl, I'm like, oh, Maya's eating great.
1: Girl, let me tell you, when I would make breakfast in the morning, I'd make pancakes for my daughter, and then I'd make three little tiny hamster oh. pancakes for <laughs> Maya.
0: <laughs> hamster pancakes. <laughs> I'd
1: make little broccoli, little pieces of broccoli with a cheese sauce on it. Oh, oh see. She left her. And on her birthday, I made her a tart. Oh. A little tiny tart with a tart shell and fruit inside and cheese and nuts
0: what we won't what we won't do for our pets when we love them amen yes
1: and when she died it was if she was old she died a natural death it was her time um but leilani also got a dog yes and and unfortunately the dog passed away after a month
0: or so yeah yeah was his (laughs) name carlos carlos that's (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that
1: was sad. That was mm. sad. We, we didn't even get a chance to really get to know him. He was still a puppy.
0: Mm. So. so you um, went through all of these upsets during your course of schooling. And now you, you're on this side of everything. I just see you taking off and growing. You know, you went through your little spells. Things happen, as they usually do. But you... You, you made the hurdle
1: oh yes and especially going through college when COVID hit oh. I had already been in school for about a year mm-hmm. and then the lockdown happened so now we have to learn from home mm. With no teachers around no classmates around to motivate us and a lot of it was here. here's a book read these chapters and teach yourself it
0: was a struggle Do you have any words of encouragement for someone who might be listening? Maybe they can pass your encouraging word or they can take it in themselves. Because this is you. This is my channel, but this is you. I haven't gotten a degree in nursing, so I can't speak. But tell people what you think they need to know.
1: One thing I always tell people and one thing I always tell myself is, I am the keeper of my own happiness. Nobody determines whether or not I have a good day except me. And I determine that when I wake up in the morning, that today is going to be a good day. So knowing that, I know that in order for me to continue to have these days, I have to protect my happiness. And that means doing what I have to do, handling my business. Because if you don't, it's just going to pile one on top of the other. Mm -hmm. You're going to have this huge overwhelming mess and then it's all gonna (laughs) fall apart (laughs) and I've been through that I've had the rug snatched out from underneath me so many times in my past that I knew there was no way in the world I was gonna move my daughter across this this entire country from Las Vegas all the way to Indiana and not uh, have that reward of a degree at the end of the day
0: Mm. so there was nothing in
1: this world that
0: was going to keep me from
1: getting that. So you, you have to have that motivation and that determination to get what you want. And just take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. One test at a time. One exam at a time. Yeah. One homework assignment at a
0: time. I remember you used to call me about school and you were saying, did I put too much into this? Or am I doing this right? I say, girl, school is different for everybody. You just have to get in where you fit in. And you're a digger. You will dig around and search. <laughs> you're not happy with the answer. You will search it out. You will seek people out. So you were on a, a mission, really. You were on a mission. Yes. And you've accomplished it so beautifully. So beautifully.
1: Yes, I remember when I told my daughter that we were going to move to Indiana. Uh, my daughter's 15 now so she was about 13 she was just about to be 13. she cried she didn't want to leave her friends who would at that age uh she cried but she knew she knew that if we moved to indiana we'd make a better life for ourselves Mm -hmm. so she agreed reluctantly (laughs) but i knew when i got out here i said I remembered those tears and I would, I remembered her face and I said, I'm not going to let those tears be for nothing. You know, how could I look my daughter in the face and telling her I'm going to rip you away from your friends and everything, you know, so I can become a nurse and then (laughs) drop the ball.
0: No, no, that wasn't
1: going to happen.
0: Oh my. Well, there you have it. Spoken from a true champ, Miss Nurse Nay. Nurse Nay, it was a pleasure having you, talking to our people, letting them know that if it's in you, it's for you, and you can do it, right? Yes, thank you for having me here. <laughs> thank you. On today, someone this September 17th is having a birthday. We don't know who exactly, but we're wishing you the very best today. Happy birthday from us here at Naturally Case in Point. Nay happy birthday okay and we will talk to you next time